This episode is brought to you by Utini, the new and easy way to stay up to date with Star Wars books by having them delivered right to your door every month. Enter the giveaway in the description below or use promo code SWBPODCAST for $5 off your first month. Pick your class and learn your master points because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 123 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over the 1.2 patch for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Let's get started. Before we get started, we do have a pretty big announcement. So we are starting off with the video version of the podcast. Sam, you're hiding behind the microphone if you're watching the video you can watch the video version now. Yes, yeah, so if you do prefer watching or listening to the podcast on YouTube, we will be doing a video version just in case you want to see our faces. Because that's a thing some people want. But in this episode, we'll be going over the patch everyone has been waiting over a month for. So let's get started with it. So Sledgehammer70, Matt Everett, the, uh, the EA community manager says, hi everyone, we're excited to bring you the next patch for Star Wars Battlefront 2. In this update, we've added a mix of requested features and fixes, as well as some brand new items. First off, we've added additional locations to Custom Arcade, Kashyyyk, Hoth, Endor Crate, Jakku, and Death Star 2. Biggest one there, in my opinion, is Crate. Crate? Why Crate? Because Crate is amazing. Crate is great. I personally think Kashyyyk is cooler for the custom arcade since I don't really get it in my map rotations. That's why I'm so excited about Crate because I haven't played a map. I used, whenever I played crate, Galactic Assault, I would always get Crate. That's so funny because every time I play a match of Galactic Assault, I get Kashyyyk every single time. Yeah, so they're just expanding the custom arcade like Hoth. I really want to play the Endor on there. Death Star 2 as well. Death Star 2. Hoth Basically and, all of the Hoth and Jakku... I'm not too big of a fan of when it comes to the Galactic Assault maps. Jakku's okay, but Endor, Crate, Kashyyyk, and Death Star 2. I love the Death Star 2 map. So it goes on. We're also launching a new game mode, Jetpack Cargo. The fast-paced This fast-paced mode sees players jumping around in jetpacks, building rocket launchers for the no, entire okay, rocket launches. For the entire round. This mode will only be available for a limited time, so check for availability and make sure to jump in and give it a try. This guy needs to invest in some Grammarly. (laughs) I mean, even any generic spell check would catch these things. We don't know how they post This fast-paced mode sees players jumping around in jetpacks building rocket launches for the entire round. (laughs) You're just a big ball of sunshine. So... Jetpack Cargo. Jetpack Cargo is my favorite game mode. Hands down. It's the only game mode. I'm going to be so, so sad when I have to say goodbye to it. Yeah, they're doing kind of like the Fortnite thing where they're bringing, they'll like experiment with certain game modes and see how it does with the audience. And then they take it back and then take that feedback and try to introduce some of the aspects into the game. Jetpack Cargo is so fun. It It's... It's more of a spiritual successor to 
cargo than it is actually cargo because cargo was capture the flag where one team had a base and then you could uh, both teams had bases and you would try to capture the cargo from each of your base and transport it across the map and this iteration of cargo we have a a piece of cargo that spawns in the middle in the middle of Tatooine Mos Eisley and then both teams spawn on this same uh the same length away from the cargo and then you just battle out to get it to your base so it's a little bit different it the addition to just jump pack everything because that was a lot of what people used in battlefront 2015 is i really like it yeah definitely a solid game mode i like how the uh, rocket launcher has basically infinite ammo yeah it doesn't have a reload time it's more of a it's more of a refresh rate or a it, it's not you shoot it and then you wait for it to regen. It's you shoot it and then you have got like three shots that you can get yeah. before it has to cool down. Yeah, but then with that addition, they added to where they nerf the crap out of the damage. Yeah. So the inner radius is so small. Yeah, so you have to land it, say, within like a foot to yeah. actually be effective or like hit them straight on with the actual rocket launcher. Because it's not viable unless you have really good aim to do the rocket the jet pack rocket launcher combo like with the jump the bowcaster jump thing but still i mean you have to have really good aim in that game mode in general yeah fast reflexes too i've set my sensitivity way high just to accommodate that and the perfect map and setting is most icely oh yeah it's amazing it it adds that battlefront 2 original feel to it like you're running around with heroes except you're just beasts the only thing I have a problem with is that there's these random spots that you can just get stuck in if you jump back in. Yeah, depending on, yeah. Because they have all these crates and, you know, additions with props. Still looks good, but it's pretty rough. I mean, even the tarps catch me. <laughs> those those darn tarps. And I'm so used to the the original jump pack to where it's so high and fast, but this one's a little slower. And meticulous, it takes a little while to get to its peak. It's much more you can you can control this jetpack much better. Um, I love the side jetpack, so you can like jump up with the the main jump pack and then uh, use your side uh, where you can travel to the side with it, and it works perfectly to get around the the big buildings of uh, Mos Eisley. Yeah, and you think that just having jump packs would make cargo too easy to win, but actually, it's kind of hard just to get the cargo across the map yeah if you have a good team that d- depending on your play style like you can go and just capture the every single crate or you can protect your own base it adds the it adds that more strategic feel that i think battlefront 2 was really missing in a lot of its game modes because like it, this is the competitive game mode if they keep this competitive in battlefront 2 could be really really good yeah i keep forgetting that it's a objective-based game mode i keep going for kills and it's, to style it's really on them. fun to do that but then it's also really fun to get the cargo as well depending on your play style really because this is the game mode where you get play of the week yeah this is this you is the play like of the week infinite game mode. rocket ammo and you can just try to like hit people in midair while they're jumping you you feel like a beast in this game mode and even the weapons are a nice touch like the pistol and the rifle I mean, a lot of people just don't use them at all, and I have exactly, a bad habit yeah. of doing that. But to be honest, you can just like destroy with a pistol. A really good tip if you are playing this is to 
just use your use your main weapon more. The the yeah. main weapon is really effective, especially with the rifle. Uh, now let's go on to the next little section. Uh, for a limited time, we haven't really seen this in the game yet. They've added three new hero appearances to the game, specifically the Hoth character appearances for Luke Skywalker, Leia, and Han. Uh, you can preview them in their respective character customization screens under appearances. They will be unlockable through a series of in-game challenges that will be available over time. Haven't seen anything. They say stay tuned to their channels for more information. And next, we have the heroes and villains balancing. Boba Fett has been changed again. It's time for the better. So they've made substantial changes to the way Boba Fett's jetpack feels when flying. Furthermore, they've improved the efficiency at distance with the E3. They've changed the jetpack controllability. So that's going to be good. They've reduced the minimum dispersion angle for Yeah, that's a big problem E3. with Boba Fett. Because in the uh, original Battlefront, the E3 was a sniper weapon and it was kind of like uniform in its firing. Yeah. This one is more like the E4. Mm-hmm. It spreads out much faster and they've changed that just a little bit. They've also uh, increased the end damage. So the farther it gets, it's going to do more damage. Which is it's it's interesting that they're adding these things after changing Boba Fett so much after each patch because Boba Fett's that the one character that we always see getting changed. Then we've got Iden Versio. We've heard your feedback that Iden's droid stun was very difficult to predict. We've made it much snappier and feel this should be a significant improvement to Iden, even though the droid's damage has been slightly reduced. They fixed an issue where Iden's droid stun didn't give damage on the first attack, reduced the time between the ability activation and shock, and reduced its damage to fifty or from fifty to forty. Yeah, I don't really play Iden. Not I don't really, really see anyone play Iden. She seems like the lesser of the heroes and villains, almost to where she's like the, you know, the the, the death trooper and the uh, Wookiee warrior. She is kind of on that level. Uh, next, we also have Bosk. Uh, Bosk's Relby V10 had a somewhat awkwardly high recoil. We reduced it a bit while adjusting the animation to make it feel more responsive. We also reduced the damage output of the explosive traps as we felt it was a bit too high. The multi trap star card values were incorrect, and the epic star card could increase the radius of the damage passed what was listed on the card. This unintentionally led to Bosk having a very high area of effect damage yeah because they said in one of the tweets that bosk is a bit op and they didn't really nerf him too hard from what i've seen and they didn't you know give him a buff with the uh, recoil and that's a considerable a considerable amount five to 2.2 on the recoil definitely uh then we've got ray so i've heard ray was one of those heroes that was mixed like you could be really good at ray or if you don't play her right, could be really uh, weak. So Ray's signature ability, Insight, had an incredible range and could go as far as 75 meters when paired with certain star cards. This was a bit too much, and we've added and we've decided to reduce it drastically. We'll monitor how this change affects Ray's performance. So the mind control reduced was from 20 to 18 meters, and the Insight was reduced from 50 to 30 so that it looks like they've nerfed all of her abilities they haven't really buffed anything which is a little strange because i felt she was a little weak yeah but she 
and Heroes vs. Villains with the uh, mind control, that was completely broken. Especially if they had a decent team and they um, stick together, you stuck together. Yeah. Because that was a, you know, had a very high AOE. Mm-hmm. Like 20 meters was insane. Especially the time that was active. Like they had enough time to just kill you. Yeah. So it's good that that's kind of been tweaked a little bit. Uh, next, we also have Kylo Ren. So Kylo Ren had two of his abilities on a 25-second timer, effectively making him less efficient and fun to play than other characters. As such, we've reduced the cooldown for pull and freeze. Also felt he needed some damage absorption while being close to his target, so we gave him some while Frenzy is active. So pull was reduced recharge time from 25 to 20 seconds, and oh my goodness, the recharge time for freeze was reduced. This is the biggest buff we've ever seen. By one second. One second. 25 seconds was reduced to 24 seconds. 23 is a little too much. Yep. 24 just felt right. Uh, Next, uh, Frenzy was reduced. or uh, Frenzy, Kylo Ren now has 40% damage absorption while Frenzy is active, which that's really good because during that ability, he is so weak. Especially if you have multiple people attacking you. Kylo Ren is so... annoyingly weak when he is attacked by multiple people like every single time i play kylo ren against two people i get destroyed well like darth vader or something like that i don't really get that next we have luke skywalker we heard your wishes to have luke traverse faster so increase his sprint and speed as much as possible without breaking the animation related to that update we decided to push luke more towards hit and run gameplay style he'll quickly jump into a skirmish and then bounce out to regain his health before heading off to the next battle this this is awesome because that's in battlefront 2015 luke was the hero where you just jump in kill a bunch of people and then jump back out and I think that really suits his character for the game. Yeah, and even they're adding, increasing his health. So yeah, so Which his is, his health is being increased by fifty. Uh, his regeneration time or rate is also being increased, which is really good to see, uh, from fifty to one hundred and ten. And then they are nerfing him a little bit by making the max generate the regeneration amount from two hundred fifty to two hundred. But that's a trade off with the more health. Yeah, so definitely, I love how they're they're playing with the different play styles because Luke Skywalker started out in the Battlefront games as the character you jump in and then jump back out with. Uh, he he never was the Darth Vader of the heroes. And then we have Emperor Palpatine now requires line of sight on his target to trigger damage with his dark aura and default lightning ability. Both abilities will no longer go through obstacles and walls. While we love the fantasy fulfillment there, the frustrations of not knowing what was damaging you was too high for us not to act on. And they've increased the reach of the ability a lightning to from 12 to 14 meters to compensate for the tighter collision check. Yeah, Emperor Palpatine, I've heard a lot of complaints about him because mm-hmm. he was too overpowered mostly from people playing against emperor palpatine well he could hold tight quarters so well with his dark aura mm-hmm. but making it to where it doesn't go through walls is great because i hate it when i don't know what was killing me like when I, whenever i play PUBG 
and I get shot in the back and I don't see where the person was, I get so annoyed. So it's always good to kind of see what happened. Chewbacca had one of the longest stun duration abilities in the game, and it made him quite powerful. However, we wanted the stun to be a bit more tactical, so we reduced the duration. I love this. Because it is, especially in Heroes vs. Villains, if you get hit by Chewbacca, and the other teammates on the opposite team are really good, it gets so annoying. Because if you get hit by that, you're, you're done for. Even if you're Boba Fett in the air... He knocks him straight to the ground, and you got like five seconds of the stun duration. You know, the, just the, the stun animation stun. is it it destroys you in heroes versus villains, and it's more so with the heroes rather than just normal troops. Yeah, in normal troops, it's actually understandable, but heroes versus villains, it destroys the the competitive play for that. Uh, the stun gr- grenade was reduced from one point six to one second. And the uh, side projectiles for the bowcaster explosive damage was reduced from 25 to 21. Then we have Yoda. Yoda's lightsaber attacks were very weak compared to all the other lightsaber wielders, so we have increased his attack damage significantly to bring him on par with the others. Additionally, in an effort to make Yoda feel more true to character, we've made him change to his barrier ability. And we've made a change to his barrier ability immobilizing effects upon activation. So his lightsaber was increased damage-wise from 80 to 115. The barrier ability was added the functionality to break out of immobilizing effects and increased holding time from 0.7 to 0.9 seconds. Something that I'm noticing about this patch, just from my experiences with it and other people's, uh, other people reaching out and saying how they feel about it, it's added a whole new layer to Heroes vs. Villains in a way that Heroes vs. Villains before this was kind of broken. So it's good to see that they're changing things. Lando Calrissian. We felt that Lando needed a boost to increase his effectiveness against lightsaber users. The best tool he had against them had a 25 second cooldown. To combat this, we significantly reduced the cooldown of Disruptor and of Smoke Grenade. Disruptor reduced recharge time of it from 25 to 19 seconds, and then the Smoke Grenade. They're back at it again. From 15 to 14 seconds. Yeah, I don't think Lando. There, you know, the disruptor is a decent, you know, ability, but Lando is just so weak and so underpowered that I just don't feel like he's he can combat a lightsaber wielder even with these buffs. Yeah, he's still the long range hero. Yeah, which which makes sense. He's he's got an X eight night sniper. That that is his weapon. <laughs> Uh, And then Darth Vader, they've changed how choke works in in order to simplify comprehension for the player that is Darth Vader and for their target. In an effort to also make Darth Vader more tanky, we granted him a health health bonus when activating Focused Rage. Now receives 200 temporary bonus health points when activated, and they've reduced his max health from 900 to 800. So that's interesting. Looks like they're evening it out with the... When you activate his ability, you will get more, but it's just not like be less tanky. They're trying to make it even with a thousand. Yeah. When you activate the focused rage, Captain Phasma. So this Captain Phasma was the hero or the villain that was the weakest when they added for the Last Jedi DLC. 
So they've taken notice of the feedback regarding the utility of Captain Phasma's staff. Oh, wow. Really? We're improving it so that it feels faster and more fluid when used, increase the animation speed of the ability, and increase the transition speed between each strike. They've also increased how quickly Captain Phasma can use her blaster after performing a staff strike. It's weird that they didn't actually talk about its damage, because I didn't... Against heroes, it doesn't really make sense to use it. I don't know. We'll find out. But I think it's mostly used to get him on the ground in the stunt animation. What's What's funny is uh, there's no Finn on here. <laughs> Where's Finn? Yeah, apparently Finn is balanced because he has aimbot and all that. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't feel Finn don't needed know. anything. Finn is kind of broken in 1v1s, though. Any... Any uh, character in any game that has auto-aim isn't too balanced. (laughs) Uh, They also, uh, heroes and villains, bug fixes, lightsaber closers are deactivated while blinded. I have no idea what that means. They fix an issue where you would be in a stun state forever. The maximum stun duration is now 5 seconds. Hallelujah. Bofet was fixed an issue that prevented Bofet from using his jetpack ability when For the Hunt was activated. Luke Skywalker Epicenter, the ability will now deal the proper amount of damage when used. Uh, Yoda Fill the Force edited the description of this ability to make it clear that all friendlies will receive a health bonus when used. And then a couple more fixes to Yoda. And Finn Deadeye, the targeting crosshair should be properly removed after the ability has been used. So one, one fix to Finn. But it's good to see that they're focusing on heroes versus villains a little more. Mm-hmm. And just trying to improve the game mode. Definitely. After a short break, we'll go into the class and special units, as well as the infantry combat changes. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network. A network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. Okay, so the dodge ability has been proven to be too powerful, which was not our initial intent. Dodging granted far too many benefits like damage reduction, the inability to transition into a hit animation, ignoring lightsaber damage, and the inability to be targeted by lightsaber closers. In order to handle this, we added an unstaggerable window during a set ti- a period of time when you dodge. You will now re- you will still receive the same benefits during that window, but now you have a narrow time in which to gain those benefits. Now you'll need to time your rolls better and predict attacks. While testing these changes, we feel good with the results so far, and we really hope that you do too. This is a change that we will all monitor closely. What I've been noticing for Battlefront 2 is the the use of rolling. If you are playing heroes versus villains or just galactic assault against a hero, all you have to do to get away is to roll backwards. 
So they've, they've changed it to where you have to be more precise and more strategic to how you actually roll. So instead of just spamming it and trying to get away, you have to actually be, okay, Yoda or a villain is coming, coming towards me. So I will roll into this hallway and start running as fast as I can instead of just rolling backwards infinitely. Yeah, I thought in my case it took skill to run away. Yeah. At least because when I was Han Solo and getting the crap targeted out of me or the target. Yeah, I said that right. Well, anyway, I would roll and just evade them for like 10 minutes straight mm-hmm. by rolling. Yeah, but you can still do that. It, you just have to be more specific to where you roll. Yeah. Uh, all classes fixed an issue on blaster rifles and the S5. Weapons that can be toggled with a high zoom level through dual zoom, where the scope glint would always appear when zooming. and now only appears when the dual zoom scope is equipped and toggled to its highest magnification level. All troopers have now received two default emotes. That's nice. That's great, because before, whenever I'd play with someone, and I lost my mic, so I couldn't actually talk to them, I would I would try to use an emote and uh didn't have any to use before. Yeah. Even when, you know, in the start of the game mode trying to emote at people, mm-hmm. I always forget to equip them in the lobby. So this is nice. Yeah. Uh they also reduce the time it takes until you can shoot after executing a melee attack, as well as assault was uh the Vanguard the Vanguard shotgun, lowered start damage per bullet from fourteen to twelve. The CR2 fixed an issue with inconsistent super success triggers compared to other blasters. And the heavy was changed with the supercharge sentry. Uh, reverted the heat per bullet tweak that made for 1.1 patch. So they've tweaked the one where it kind of evened out the heavy. Because it seems like every patch there's a class that seems to be more powerful. Or like just some kind of fix. Uh, it was heavy, and then it was officer, and beginning it was assault. So it's interesting. Uh, officer, the blurg was lowered start damage from 37 to 35, and the end damage from 20 to 16. Milestones have been updated, so now they are automatically claimed upon completion. That is yeah. wonderful, because I hated having to go into that menu or quit after each match so I could actually get my 1,000 credits, my crafting parts, or anything like that. And you just forget to do it. You forget it's there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you think, because basically every game automatically claims rewards yeah. for the most part. It's weird to actually have to think about it. Something they also changed for the design is the, the, the menu selection thing is blue now. I don't think I like it. It was it, white it, before, right? It was uh, yellow. Was yellow? Yes, I it thought was, it was white. Uh, so in the menu, when you change into the change through the different pages, it would be yellow, and now it's blue, which kind of blends in too much. Location design balance changes on Camino Phase One and Three in Galactic Assault has been made easier for attackers. In Tatooine, Phase 1 of Galactic Assault adjusted spawn points, added cover, and tweaked the out-of-bounds area to make the phase easier for attackers. In Phase 2 of Hoth, we, they adjusted uh, spawn points to prevent players from being targeted by the AT-AT. In Naboo, the Phase 2 of Galactic Assault had balance tweaks, and Indoor Galactic Assault had been extended 
They extended the fallback timer from 30 to 45 seconds before the attacker spawns are moved forward. They also fix a ton of bugs on the uh, location designs. So location design is actually how each map works because each, each map changes the game mode slightly. So they've gone through how each one changes. Now the general improvements and bug fixes. They fixed an issue where players would not receive credits for duplicates, star cards. Players who encountered this issue previously will re retroactively be awarded with the proper amounts of credits over time. They also increased the credit payout for duplicate items. Commons were are uh, upgraded from 200 to 300. Uncommon 400 to 600. Rare 800 to 900. And epic. 1200 to 3600 so that's a huge jump for epic star card and how much you get paid for uh duplicates this is something huge that they uh, added they improved the glow thickness and lighting of lightsabers so your lightsabers are much thicker because that's all all we wanted it actually makes it better to actually see uh lightsabers when you're actually when you're battling people so that's good they fixed an issue where the wrong loading screen would be seen when loading a level they fixed an issue where the atrt repairability did not work correctly darth vader had an issue where he would not take any damage from luke skywalker's pushability if he was standing near a wall that is now fixed uh, they fixed an issue where the aat would take too much damage when colliding with surrounding objects they they added there is a huge list of changes, and we'll actually put the, sh the patch notes in the description if you want to know the exacts. We're just hitting the highlights. And here's some of the known issues. Yoda does not break out of several immobilizing abilities when using presence. Darth Vader's punishing grip. Star card effect is not applied when the choke is used. Finn's targeting marker from Deadeye will sometimes persist after the ability. They changed that with this patch, so they've, they're they highlighting some of the things. Emperor Palpatine's first basic and secondary attack deal no damage. Yoda's fill the four star cards description is incorrect. They fixed that. Uh, Yoda's master of the force car card, star card does not work as intended. Ray's mind trick ability can affect players further than intended. All of these have been changed. If you open a crate that grants a duplicate item and it shows the old value for credits rewarded you need to restart your game client so to do that just close out the software sometimes you actually have to turn off the the console itself to actually get a hard reset um, so if you are experiencing any issues with this patch close the software and restart your console that that seems to work that's it for this episode huge huge patch jump pack cargo we're going to do a whole episode on that monday yeah, we have, haven't had this big of a patch since the original Battlefront. Yeah. it is Back been, in the good old days. Yeah. When, when we got a, a patch like every three months. Now we're getting them every month. And they if they keep on doing it like this, it is going to be crazy. I don't, I don't predict that they're actually going to have a huge, as huge a list as this next patch time. But it's yeah. definitely going to be fixing the big changes. Because the longer the list, the more problems the game has. Yeah. And they're trying to fix those and make it shorter each time. Every time they fix something, something will break as well. Yep. Uh, that's just game development. But hopefully the more that they fix things, the less bugs will actually show up. So that's always good. And if you are experiencing some, it could be your 
on your side or a client or on a server side. So if it is a server side, they are up they're doing a great job with actually updating the uh, servers. So every two weeks they have a different patch and actually a server side patch just launched. So hopefully it'll fix some uh, new changes to that. But that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB podcast. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Also, we have our own Star Wars book subscription. Put a link in the description. We've picked out some of the best books and comic books regarding Battlefront 2. We've got a comic book in there regarding Project Cinder. So if you want to get up to date on Battlefront 2 and the whole series, Check that out in the description. If you use the code SWB podcast, you get $5 off your first month. Check out Utini, utini.com. We've been really active on our Discord, so check that out in the description. We have a fun time. We just added a meme bot, so you can do like dank meme rate me. I'm I'm a 97. Out of what? 100. I'm, I'm almost the dankest. Is because you're daddy or? Yeah. <laughs> so you're the meme daddy? Uh, not Or complete. the meme mama? I'm, I'm more of like a, a meme sibling. Yeah. I'm not quite meme daddy, but I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> so check that out. It's a fun place to talk Battlefront. Uh post news there whenever it comes out we've everything that we post on our twitter if you don't use twitter will be on there so you can check that out you can support us through leaving us you can support us through leaving us a review which costs you nothing at all and we really really appreciate it uh, it's always great to see how we can improve and what you like about the podcast so definitely check that out uh we have a youtube channel the star wars battlefront podcast youtube.com slash the star wars battlefront podcast our email is battlefrompodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.